Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert. Welcome to the EKC Group podcast series. I'm going to be talking to educational professionals and students about college and higher education. We're going to talk about what options are available to you and the opportunities you have at colleges here in Kent. In this episode, we're chatting all about apprenticeships. So what they are, how they're different to other study groups, how you can get paid to train and work at the same time as well. I'm talking to business development advisors in the apprenticeships team, and I'm also talking to former and current apprentices. So how is an apprenticeship different to other street routes? Is it, is it mainly just that you're on a job, you're getting paid, you're getting that bread? Yeah, so you're on a job. The difference is that um, you have a mentor alongside you. So you'll never be left on your own, basically. You'll be, you'll be learning with the employer um, to gain that qualification at the end. And you also come to college either once a week or once a month, depending on the, on the qualification. And when you're at college, are you, do you have to do coursework? Do you have to do reports? Or is it kind of just like supplementing your work at your placement? So when you're um, at college, you'll be doing your theory side of the course, really. So, um, yeah, there'll be coursework that you'll be doing at, at college. Everything you'll be doing on the job, you'll be gaining, um, gathering together as part of your work-based portfolio. So, um, and you'll also obviously be set homework and, and so on as well. So it's quite full on, really doing a full-time course technically and a full-time job combined. Uh, question for you, Taylor. The main kind of attraction, I think, for a lot of people to do an apprenticeship is the idea of, of a paid job alongside it. But what? how else do you think that they're different to other study routes that people might not really consider at face value? Obviously, they're getting paid for their day-to-day job, getting paid round for... The minimum is £4.81 um, that they can get paid. Um, employers choose to pay more than that. The difference, obviously, between an apprenticeship and say going to university traditional route after leaving school leaving sort of sick form um is it it is that hands-on experience you're working there's a lot of jobs that you can go straight into like carpentry for example doing an apprenticeship as a carpenter compared to going to university is is completely different you would be learning on the job you can start at a young age and yeah it's just a lot more opportunity with an apprenticeship I know obviously you've got a different lifestyle when you go to university, but you're earning and learning at the same time with with an apprenticeship. I love how literally it's the best tagline you could ever think of that just automatically comes up, isn't it? Earning and learning at the same time. (laughs) Advertisers only dream that they could come up with a tagline like that. Question to Blue, what can you study an apprenticeship in? What is kind of on offer at the moment? So us at EKC Group, we offer over 36 different courses so in a variety of different areas so from animal care to carpentry plumbing business administration accountancy early years um of course we cover almost all aspects (laughs) don't we really list goes on on. and if we don't cover it another training provider will cover so there's almost in all areas you can do an apprenticeship and you don't only have to do um there's not only level twos level threes there's actually now degree level apprenticeships so you can work your way all the way up with no um, debt. You know, that is actually, <laughs> that is something that I did not think about. You can get the <laughs> same level with no debt and money in the bank at the same time. And usually a permanent job at the end as well. Because a lot of these employers take on apprentices for that reason. To okay. Get, to get some employed at the end. 
how do you kind of build that relationship with those yeah. uh, places of work? Like, do they come to you and say, we're looking for an apprentice? How do you vet them and make sure that they're going to be supportive for your students? So we um, we have quite um, a lot of good relationships with local employers. So we have employers come back to us every year. But usually if it's a new employer, um, we go out, meet with them, um, go over a skill scan with them, health and safety with them. We go see where the, the apprentice is going to be working, what they'll be doing. So really make sure they're going to be in a safe and um, a good environment where they're going to finish and complete their apprenticeship. Um, and then we do the um, screening for the cat for the role as well. So we would pre-interview the students for the employer and then um, so only send over the best candidates to them because we've met the employer and we know what they're looking for. Mm. You've got two days of, of college week. You've got coursework to do for your college and your qualification. Is there anything that you need to do for when you go to work as your apprentice do you have to like write a report show that you're applying your skills in that environment or is it kind of a more independent experience that that separates it basically like how integrated is the learning into the earning <laughs> um so it is one most of them on one day a week we have the odd sort of one or two that are two days a week some are even once a month um that they would come into college others as sort of more our team leader, operations manager, they're once every two weeks, but just for a half day. Um, but when they're on, if it's a carpenter, for example, if they're on site, um, they will be building a portfolio that goes towards their end part, end point assessment. That's the end part of their apprenticeship where all of the qualification, their skills, knowledge, behaviours all get put together and that's where they get the qualification. They'll have someone working with them all the time, so they'll constantly be supervised have someone with them that's going to be training and teaching them along the way to help build that portfolio and to get the qualification overall amazing and then that person working with them are they kind of like also a supervisor so they can go to them if they have any questions or need any support yeah of course that would be their mentor that would be their guy their assistant their buddy um anyone that they can go to and they'll have a lot of support with that person so they're essentially their line manager and they've also got a lot of support from the assessors and the trainers and and us as a, as a college amazing a question for blue um where can an apprenticeship lead to obviously you did an apprenticeship and now you're yeah. in education so I'm, I'm excited to hear about your journey and and yeah. where apprenticeships can lead others as well so um, when I did my apprenticeship um, I did the business administration level three um, so that was quite a good foundation course because it covered all aspects of customer service finance sales um, just being bit of good people skills and so on um, and so mine led um, I took the route into rec recruitment for apprenticeships but um, yeah it all depends on what what qualification a, a student does so for example we've had an apprentice that have start, has done carpentry and then they've gone on to do site supervisor and now they're, they're doing sort of the management qualifications mm. um, so managing a site um, we have ones in finance that work the way all, all the way up to be a qualified accountant um, I'm trying to think other ones that we've got have sort of progressed. I mean, we've got we've even got apprentices that have done the apprenticeship and decided actually now they're going off to university because that that is still an option too. So once they've done an apprenticeship, and they think, well, I've had had enough experience this. I want to sort of progress. I, I still want to go to university. They can still do so because it does count towards A levels. Yeah, it does. It does allow them to, to to go that route too. What would you? What advice would you give to someone if they were thinking of an apprenticeship? And how how would you say, you know? 
and I think an apprenticeship is for you. Like, what kind of things would 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 you think they'd be thinking about? Thinking of okay. Um, so if someone is quite practical, um, so doesn't always get on just being in a classroom all the time, is more of a practical learner. Um, then I I would definitely recommend an apprenticeship to them because it's a is you're learning the job every day so it's not like one day a week you're coming into college that you're, you're going to be working between 30 to 40 hours a week within that industry hmm. so um I, I would i would sort of say it's it's for people that are more practically learning learning more on the job and who enjoy earning and and, and, and learning and yeah, sort of getting paid while uh, while while doing an apprenticeship um but we have actually got a lot of um students that have finished their a levels and that are coming our way yeah well. okay so interesting it's not purely just for people that haven't got because people think oh if you haven't got their uh, maths and english i have to straight away to go get the job no we we if you haven't got your maths and english you can still do an apprenticeship and you can do your functional skills alongside so that that is an option too and if you have got a levels and you are very academic i mean we have apprenticeships that go all the way up to say level seven so yeah what what are kind of like the entry requirements for an apprenticeship if someone's thinking oh i'm not sure if it's for me or if i could qualify or would like them to have uh, sort of a four or a c in maths or working at sort of a level two if that's not the case we are able to do assessments to see obviously what level they're working at if they're working at a level two brilliant so you can show that they're able to work at that level we can then put them through the functional skills alongside but perfect if they've got maths and english grade c um or four as it is now um and that's yeah that's our entry requirements i'm gonna ask ryan some questions now first of all what apprenticeship are you doing I'm currently doing the one that Blue originally started with, the Level 3 Business Administration. Oh, amazing. And uh, where are you working at the moment? Uh, I'm currently working, um, we're based in Canterbury College, but for EKC Work Hire, the same people that are taking on the apprentices and budding them up with the yeah, employers, so to speak. How are you finding it for so far? How, how far into it are you? So the actual course itself only started a few days ago, but I've been, I've started a little early working on the job uh, for the last couple of weeks now. I've just started my fourth week, I think. I'm loving it. Honestly, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's really improving my social skills, um, just having to pick up the phone and talk to people um, that are walking in the, into the um, office <laughs> with their uh, parents, and that kind of thing. And just you meet a very wide range of different people. And once we start going on employer meets and that kind of thing, once the um, the course progresses a bit more, I think it's only going to get more, I think. Have you found it's been quite a steep learning curve? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my background's all retail. It's, um, you know, it's working at different places like folding clothes and that kind of thing and stacking shelves. So very out of my comfort zone, but not in a bad way at all. Yeah. And are you finding that you've got the support there that's kind of helped you overcome that curve as well? How the, how my course works, I've actually got a personal trainer that um, basically is there to help me with the coursework along, um, at the click of a button. And I've then also got my line manager, Karen, who for the same thing but with the more work um side of things always there to help with a click of a button i can you know she can push her meetings alongside to give me a, a hand with anything i need why did you choose to do an apprenticeship what drew you to to it as a route so my original uh, plan was actually to go to university as well and then i bumped into blue at college and got talking and she likes the fact that i was good with talking to people and then yeah it, it fell into place really and then i wouldn't change it for the world i like that i'm still earning and not having to um what's it 
not having to like cut that off so to speak to travel far and live somewhere completely different I'm still living at home but I'm earning I'm also going to pull away qualifications that I didn't have and I'm actually actually doing English functional skills alongside it as well which I didn't think I would be able to get another shot at so to speak so that's um you know, it's really boosted my confidence, I think, more than anything. What advice would you give to someone who's considering becoming an apprentice? If you're unsure, just go for it or even just come and ask questions, give us a call up, anything. I I felt like I didn't know enough about it and it was random chance and I wish that more people would have more information to make their choice better, whether it's they do decide, oh, actually, I do want to go to uni or actually the apprenticeship is right for me, I think. Just try and find out as much as you can about it, really. Blue, as a former apprentice. I would say go for it too. I mean, I never looked back. Um, it was the best best opportunity I, I've ever been given and it's where I am. It's, it's helped me to gain where I am today. So I'd, I'd definitely say go for it. Taylor, uh, in terms of like finding more information, what resources are available for prospective people looking at apprenticeships? Can they, uh, do you have open days? Do you have stuff online that they can look at? So if they're hearing this for the first time and they're thinking, oh, that could be for me, where can they get some answers to questions they may have? Yeah, so there's um, the Find an Apprenticeship site and the college website. See, that's the best place that shows all of our vacancies that we've got all of the different courses that we offer and um, we attend a lot of like careers fairs so we'll go to we've been to Leescliff Hall in Folkestone they do careers fairs there they're massive days rushed off your feet hundreds of people coming in and it's free for the public to come in as well so anyone that we all different employers for apprenticeships full-time jobs um, but then we also have open days at the college where we'll go in we'll do stands and we'll tell anyone that was happy to come up and speak to us we'll tell them a little bit more about apprenticeships um, we have freshers fairs so they're coming up in September they're at all of our campuses and we will be there at the forefront of it letting people know about apprenticeships um, and yeah it's just sort of over the phone online um, where we advertise as well Facebook and Instagram are big places that we advertise but yeah main place that you can look is find an apprenticeship um, which is a government site do you find that people will go to college to maybe do um, a, a level one or a level two uh, or or an, a, like a BTEC or something and then yeah. go from that into an apprenticeship? Yeah, of course. We get a lot of people that would start doing... Um, set, I'm using carpentry again as an example. Um, it would be, say, if they do their level two for a year, they can then join on to the apprenticeship programme and that will take them into their second year. So... The duration for it is a two-year course normally, but if you've done a year at college, you'll only do a year of the apprenticeship because you've got part of that qualification. So by them doing a year at college isn't necessarily a bad thing for them. It's given them that little bit of classroom experience before they go on the job um, because they may still be finding their feet, finding out whether carpentry is what they want to do, for example. But we get a lot of people that will move from, say, a level two course to some of the level three qualifications that we offer. So I really like that you've got that flexibility as well, because I think sometimes it I, what we've had uh, come up a lot in these conversations is, you know, there is so much choice now on what to do after GCSEs, which is amazing, but it's also incredibly daunting. So I think it's great that there is opportunities inside college where you can start something. And then if you go, actually, I didn't know apprenticeships were a thing or I didn't know I could do that apprenticeship that there is that opportunity to move across as well 
Yeah, of course, and we're fully flexible. We're an open, well, we're mainly based at Canterbury College. We have a presence at each college, sort of once or twice a month. Um, but it's a good opportunity. We're an open door policy, so we can have any student come in if they're struggling on their course, or they don't want to carry on with their course, or they found a job and they want to make it into an apprenticeship, then we are the people that will, will get that sorted. So that's also, that's interesting as well. So that is also an option. If they found a job, uh, th- there is the potential for them to turn that into an apprenticeship. Yeah, we do all of the relevant checks that Blue spoke about before, make sure they've got the spread of work um, and go from there. We've had people come in recently, they're doing sort of wedding planning, looking at they've just finished um, college doing sort of business level two and now they're wanting to do the business level three as an apprenticeship with that employer we go out we check obviously they've got the spread of work planning all of that sort of thing and yeah we make it work for the employer and for the apprentice blue when you were apprentice what was your favorite thing about it it's gaining the skills really um just really good practical skills to use in life really so taking talking to people answering the phone um understanding about sort of finance sales um learning about sort of good like understanding more about microsoft office and um just general office skills that i use still now in my job now so yeah it's just gaining them real good practical skills for for work life and what do you think was the most challenging part for you so most challenging no, because anything that I found challenging, I always had, as Ryan mentioned, I had a trainer I was to go back to. I had my mentor, so my my employer. Um, and also, um, the good thing about an apprenticeship is that you, you, you're in a class with other apprentices doing the same course as you. Mm. So you have your peers to fall back on and you're doing the same course as them. So you've got full support. So anything I did find challenging, I've always had someone to go to. Uh, uh, just a question of uh, that's just popped up. They're full-time working with an employer. You said before that, that that sometimes that can then lead to a permanent position. Is that related to their gr- grade in the qualification? I'm not even sure about the gradings of, of the qualification. So are those linked together? Is it kind of about your performance, how you get on well? Yeah, it's just about uh, the apprentice's overall so overall performance, um, so making sure that they're turning up on time, they're getting the working on time. Um, and then going through each unit, making sure they pass pass each unit until they come to their endpoint assessment. The endpoint assessment is where we arrange for an external examiner, basically, comes out to see them. So they won't have that relationship with this person, with yeah. their mentor. And then they come out, they see them on the job. There'll be an interview involved. There'll be probably a project they need to speak about. Um, there'll be an exam involved. There's a variety of different things they need to do to, to pass this EPA. And then at the end, they pass it either pass merit or distinction. And then... After that, usually an employer, if all if all's been really well with with them and with the employer, they usually get offered a permanent position. They may even get offered the next level up of their apprenticeship. But it's up to the apprentice as well. If the apprentice is ready now to move on or do something different, then they can do that too. It could be, um, with what obviously Blue was saying with the permanent position, it could be obviously they go on to do a different course, but rather than doing sort of the level up, so again, carpentry, sorry, if they've gone from level two, they can go to level three. But if they work for a big construction company and decide that they want to sort of do, they want to be multi-skilled, they can go on and do, say, an electrical, they can do a plumbing course. And that is stay and still stay within the same company and do another apprenticeship just to gain more experience in in different fields. So there's no sort of limit to how many um, 
apprenticeships you can do really just depends how much time you've got on your hands and how like committed you are to it so you could you could do sort of three or four apprenticeships one after the other and like we said before no university debt and it's all you're getting paid or you earn more you learn um, and another thing about the apprenticeship before I add is that you are going to be employed so you're going to be on PAYE so you'll have the regular hours each week between 30 to 40 hours and you also get um, you get the day that you come to college paid and you also um, get holiday pay you, you treat it like a normal employee amazing so you get yeah so you get all the perks of being an employee but also a student as well so you'll still get student discount if you wanted to go on the uh, any student trips join any student groups you get you get all that as well. So you get the best of both worlds. So that wraps up our episode on apprenticeships. There are more podcasts in this series available online. Just go to kmfm.co.uk to check them out. Your future, your choice. A podcast with EKC Group across Kent with Numi Gildert.